What's going on, guys? It's your boy again, Chase, CEO of Act Protect Engage. This is the Act Protect Engage Academy podcast, the Ape Academy podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it today. Today's episode is going to be very informative. So stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. We're going to learn together. God bless you. This is my friend Organic Dope. Please enjoy his music, his beats, they're fire. We'll be back in a flash. Hey guys, hey, 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 I hope you guys are having a great week so far. It's Thursday, I think. I believe it's Thursday. My wife always tells me I'm terrible with the days. So I'm happy you guys can join us for episode number three. This is going to be a great episode for all you folks that want to carry for self-defense, right? Concealed, everyday carry, concealed carry, or open carry. All right, all right, all right, all right. When I first started carrying, when I first started um, my journey as an instructor and as a kind of a very, very interested citizen, uh, as far as the Second Amendment goes, I wish I had a podcast that kind of outlined everything for me. I kind of had to figure it out on my own, which is also good because it kind of puts you on a path of discovery. You know, and sometimes you got to learn things on your own. You got to uh, do some research. And you have to kind of see what you believe in, see what's good for you and what's right for you. And then once you figure that out, you know, the path is a lot uh, smoother. Okay. All right. Welcome. Welcome, guys. All right. So today's podcast, episode number three, know the law, know the law, constitutional carry, concealed carry, open carry, and LTC. So that's a lot to digest. Let's go over it one more time. Know the law. So we're going over concealed carry, right? Open carry, LTCs, which stands for license to carry, and the new law in Texas, we're going over that briefly, constitutional carry. What is constitutional carry? What does it mean? What are the implications? Okay, that's what we're going over today. I promise you I will not keep you too long because guess what? Newsflash. My attention span is very short, right? So I can't even pay attention to my own stuff for more than 20 minutes. So today's podcast, I'm going to aim for 20 to 25 to 30 minutes, all right? I'm like a, a pastor at a black church. I won't keep you long. I won't keep you long, I promise. Two more minutes, and it's like an hour later. All right, so first things first. This episode is sponsored by Bravo Concealment Holsters. Bravo Concealment Holsters. They offer the best, the best tactical holsters for EDC, which is everyday carry, okay? Inside the waistband, outside the waistband, tactical belts, tactical mag, mag pouches, magazine pouches, both outside the waistband and inside the waistband magazine pouches, okay? I'm going to have a video on those pretty soon. I had a few already. Go check them out if you haven't already. They offer the best in tactical holster performance 
please visit their website or their Instagram. Use our code APE10, A-P-E-10, APE10 at checkout to get 10% off. All right. Now, housekeeping is over. Let's get into it, okay? Let's get into it. What is EDC, right? What is it, right? You get that question a lot. You know, I throw around a lot of acronyms. My wife always says I assume too much. I assume that she knows what I'm talking about. It's probably like I'm speaking Mandarin. Uh, EDC stands for everyday carry, all right? Everyday carry. So carrying in the course of your everyday life, whether you're, you know, a person that travels a lot, you know, up and down the road, whether you're a mom and you're dropping your kids off at, at kindergarten, then you got to go pick up your daughter from dance lessons, then you got to drop your son off at soccer practice, everyday carry, everyday routines, okay? The flow, the ebb and flow of life. All right, so basically there are two main types of everyday carry, all right? And we're talking about firearms right now. Later in the episode, I'm going to do a segment on EDC non-lethal tools, and we're going to go over that um, a little bit later. Okay, guys? So for all you folks that are kind of interested in the non-lethal side, right, I have a special segment just for you guys that we're going to go over, okay? So there's two main types of EDC, open and concealed carry, open and concealed carry. So we're going to go over the difference, right? Open carry. So with open carry, your weapon is going to be carried outside the waistband, and it's going to be visible. So what does that mean? Okay, let's break that down. Outside the waistband. So, you know, outside the waistband means that it's not tucked inside your pants. Okay, so basically it's outside the belt, right? A lot of these outside the waistband holsters, they have belt loops or clips, right? So the belt is fed through the holster and it sits on your hip, right? So your, your shirt is going to be tucked underneath the holster, right? So it's going to be visible. The gun's going to be visible on your hip, all right? That's what it means to be open carry. So your gun's kind of out there for the world to see, you know? <laughs> Just naked for the world to see. Your gun's out there, okay? It's visible to everybody. So there's some going to be some pros and there's going to be some cons. Just like everything in life, there's going to be some pros and there's going to be some cons and you got to weigh the options. You got to weigh what is more important to you, right? What do you feel comfortable carrying? How do you feel comfortable carrying? Because that's going to determine if you actually carry or not. You know, I always tell people, I always tell my students, you know, when people ask questions, say, Chase, what type of gun should I buy? What, what, should, what, you know, what type of, of round should I buy? What, you know, how big should it be? How, how big should a gun be? I say, look, you're only going to carry what's comfortable for you. You might really think a gun is really, really cool. You know, not like a 1911, a big heavy steel gun. But guess what? It might be cool to shoot on the range occasionally. But if you got to carry it every day and you don't feel comfortable and it's not comfortable and it's digging into your belly and it's heavy and it's making you sweat, you're never going to carry it. And then you're going to start making excuses why you don't want to carry it. So you have to know what's comfortable for you. Okay. Pros and cons. All right. So the pros is there's easier access, right? So you don't have to defeat any type of garment or anything. You know, that's one of the main things with concealed carry. You have to, there's a process of getting the gun out, right? You have to defeat some type of garment, whether it be a shirt, sweatshirt, jacket, whatever, okay? You don't have to really defeat a garment because it's out in the open and it can be a visual deterrent. So 
Um, it's sitting out there and, you know, you might not be an easy target. Someone might look at you and be like, you know what, forget that. You know, that guy's packing, you know, a 1911. He'll blow my brains out. You know, let's pick an, an, another person. You know, let's pick an easier target. It makes you a hard target, you know. And, and I think that's kind of like the main argument for people who, who advocate for open carry. You know, they have a right to, right? You have a right to. As long as you have the LTC or your state has constitutional carry like Texas, you have a right to. It's just there's certain pros and cons, obviously, okay? So that's a, a visual deterrent. Cons, okay? The cons are similar to the pros. So the cons is going to be easier access. So just like it's easier for you to get to the pistol, it's easier for the bad guy to get to the pistol as well. Okay, so just because it's easy for you to draw the pistol out of the holster and you don't have to defeat a garment, doesn't mean that it's, you know, more safe. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So if it's out for you, it's also out for them. So, if, <laughs> you know, they can grab it. If you're not too careful, if you have poor situational awareness and you don't secure your weapon properly, it can get taken from you. And that's something you really got to think about because when you open carry, you really, really, situational awareness is even more important. Okay? You don't want to let anyone get too close to your gun. All right? Also, it can make you a target just, you know, this, this is what we're talking about before. It's like a double-edged sword, right? So just like I just said, as a pro, it can make you a hard target. It can also make you an actual target. Okay, quick example. So another piece of advice I give people, right? I know and I, I, I get it. Trust me. <laughs> I freaking get it. It's so cool to have those really cool, like, tactical stickers, you know, like, Glock, like owner of a Glock, or like Sig owner, or like we don't call nine one one with like a <laughs> like a hand holding a revolver, like on the back of your huge four F one fifty. You know, you put in like I own proud owner of a Glock on the back of your car. That's great, but it also makes your car a target. If you park that car in a abandoned, you know, a dark parking lot, say you go to Target, it's late at night, you go in there, and you have a big Glock owner on the back of your car. A criminal could be like, yo, I guarantee you there's a gun in that car. Like, there's a good chance that if we break into that car, we'll find some type of gun. So you got to think about that as well. Same thing with open carry. If you're walking around with a gun, that's also like, oh, there's a gun. There's a lick right there. That's an easy lick. There's a gun. He's not looking. We can snatch it real quick. You hit him over the head, and I grab his gun. We run away. That actually happened to a guy. I saw a video floating around of a guy who went to a convenience store. Two little punks walk up behind him. And they just take his gun from him. He wasn't paying attention. And then they run out the store and he's looking around looking stupid. Uh, duh, what do I do? You secure your, your gun. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, all right, I'm going to go on a rant with that. So that's a con. Uh, it can be intimidating to people. You know, um, it can be scary. You know, some people, I mean, and I know, right? People are sensitive. There's a lot of snowflakes out there. I get that. But it is a little intimidating, you know, for folks who aren't comfortable with it. And you really... This is my thing is like as gun owners, we have a responsibility, right? We have a higher level of responsibility. We have a higher standard we need to hold ourselves to in public because when you carry your gun out in public, you are representing a lot more people than just you. You're representing a lot more people than just your family. So you have to keep that in mind, all right? Keep that in mind when you're carrying. All right? You're kind of give you're also kind of showing your hand, right? You're giving away what you got. Like, you're losing the element of surprise, which could be good and bad. It depends on the situation, but you're just losing the element of surprise. So, you know, 
God forbid something happens, there's a stick up, right? A robbery. They're going to go for you first because they, they can see you have a, you're armed. And if you're not prepared to defend yourself and use violence against them, then you shouldn't be carrying open. You should, probably shouldn't be carrying anyway, but you definitely should not be carrying open. All right, all right. All right, so we also got weather considerations, right? So if it rains, it snows, you really don't want your gun to get all rusted and jacked up, all right? But if it's out in the open, it could that could happen. So that's something to think about, all right? So some examples of people who open carry, police officers, security, military, uh, hunters. You know, if you're on a hunting trip, you might, op you know, open carry doesn't really matter. You're in the wilderness, you're hunting. It'll be a lot easier to get your pistol in the uh, open carry position, you know, if you're hunting. And that's how you should carry it if you're hunting. Oh, and maybe you're a rancher or maybe you're a farmer. Maybe you have a lot of property. You know, you're going out um, doing your daily chores around the farm. And, yeah, it's fine to open carry. There could be coyotes out there. There could be bear. You know, there could be, you know, all type of uh, dangerous critters out there, wolves, whatever, wherever you live. So it's good to open carry in those, in those uh, situations, all right? Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So next, we got we just went through open carry, pros and cons. Conceal carry, all right? Inside the waistband. So that's inside your pants. So the belt clips for those holsters are usually they usually sit outside of your waist. So the gun is tucked in with the clip outside your belt. Does that make sense? Just just think about it. <laughs> it gives you a tactile advantage. It's low key, low visibility. You got a bunch of carrying options. There's a ton of companies like Bravo Concealment who make great holsters. All right, you can carry it in all different types of environments. Okay, you can carry it to the store. You can carry it to the gas station. You can carry it to a party as long as you know they allow guns. You can, I mean, you can carry it in a restaurant. You know, as long as it's not a gun-free zone, you can carry it, and it's going to be low visibility. Low key, and that's really how I like it. Low key, more privacy, right? Just like I just said, more privacy, low key. Uh, and you, you know, it's just a little bit more tactful. Like you have a little bit more tact. I don't even know if that's a word, tactful. Right? Is you have more tact, right? You're just kind of you know more respectful to people around you. You understand folks might not be comfortable, and you just you know, it's something you you keep on you. And you and you use it only in life and death situations, and and you don't have to, you know, brandish it. <laughs> you know, it's like ever seen those people with those gigantic trucks, you know, like monster trucks with like eighteen inch wheels, you know, or fifty inch wheels or whatever the hell it is. I you know, and if you own one of those trucks, God bless you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. But I'm sorry. That's it's like you're trying to prove something. You're trying to compensate for something. Sometimes I feel like open carry douchebags do that. You know, if you're not a rancher, if you're not a cop, if you're not a security guard, or you're not hunting, I'm sorry. I just don't see a point of it, but that's my opinion. All right. So how do you choose which one is best for... Oh, con, right? Cons. My bad, my bad, my bad. Let me back up, let me back up, let me back up. Cons, okay, cons. It takes practice to draw efficiently. So you need to get those reps in. You need to get that dry fire practice in. You need to make sure that you are proficient right with your firearm you need to know your you need to know your firearm even if you open carry as well and you need to practice a lot with open carry but there's a little bit of an extra step with concealed carry okay just a little bit you have to know how to defeat the garment you have to know how to clear the garment 
You have to know how to reinsert the gun back in the holsters safely, right? There's a lot of different factors that involve in the training, and I got plenty of videos. We got plenty of videos at Ape that can talk about that, all right? Um, it kind of limits your wardrobe. If you're like me, you wear medium shirts all the time. <laughs> you know, if you wear super like Guido, like uh, what's it called? What's that show? Uh, fucking uh, uh, Jersey Shore. If you wear the uh, Jersey Shore type shirt, then you really don't have a lot of options. <laughs> it really limits your wardrobe, and you gotta dress. You gotta think about what you wear. When you open carry, it doesn't really matter what you wear because you're wearing it outside the waistband, so everyone's gonna see it anyway. Um, but uh, it really kind of limits what you can wear, what you can't, all right? And, you know, it might not be comfortable. It, depending on your body size, if you're a big guy or you're bony like me, it might dig into your body, it might dig into your waist, might dig into your hip. You know, it just depends on when you carry it, where you carry it, what position you carry it in, okay? Um, it just depends on your body. All right, so how do you choose which one's best for you? You got to think about your body shape, your body size. What do you need it for? What's your purpose? Okay, are you are you using it for self-defense outside the house? So when we say everyday carry, that's what we mean outside the house. Or are you like a hunter? Are you a competition shooter? You don't have to like you can wear it outside the waistband. You can open carry if you're a hunter. If you're a cop, you know, if you're on duty, obviously you're going to wear it open unless you're, you know, a narc or a um, undercover cop. You know, you're probably going to wear it open. Um, just consider what what your. Uh, what your job is and what you're intending to use it for. Okay. Uh, what type of clothes do you want to wear? Are you comfortable with changing your clothing options? Um, are you comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable? Because EDC, EDC uh, inside the waistband concealed carry is a, is a little uncomfortable sometimes. It's not going to be like... It's going to be like riding on a, on a freaking Spirit Airlines. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be like flying Spirit Airlines or riding Greyhound. It'll get you there, right? It'll get you there. And maybe you, if you have some, some cushions or some sweatshirts to lay on, it'll be comfortable. But it might be a little bit of an uncomfortable ride. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable ride. But you'll get there. Okay? That's what uh, inside the waistband is. Outside the waistband, open carry is so much more comfortable. <laughs> All right, but it also has its downsides, okay? All right, all right, all right. Enough talking for now. We're going to do a quick little interlude. Uh, please enjoy the sounds of organic dope, 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 dope. Every night and day I organic dope. Hello, hello guys, I'm back, I'm back. It's a quick interlude, okay? I don't want to talk too much. I like to kind of break up my voice a little bit because you know those podcasts that the person just kind of drones endlessly? Like, on and on on. You're just like, oh my God, I want to jump off a building. I don't want my podcast to be like that. So I'm going to break it up a little bit, guys. I hope you enjoy it. I really hope you enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. All right, were we paying attention? I hope so, all right? I know that was a lot of information. 
just remember, basically, you got two options, okay? With everyday carry, you got open carry and concealed carry. One is outside the waistband, and one is inside the waistband, okay? That's it, all right? Open carry is a little bit more comfortable, but there's a lot of cons because it's open, it's visible, it might be intimidating to other folks, and it might make you a target. Inside the waistband is low visibility, right? And you can wear it in all types of environments. It's very versatile, but you need to practice a lot more, and it might not be as comfortable as open carry, all right? That's it in the summary, okay? Now, what we're going to talk about now is license to carry, LTC. Okay, so in Texas, this is called LTC, license to carry. In other states, it might be called uh, a CHL, concealed handgun license. Um, there's a lot of different names for it, okay? But right now, we're talking about a carry license. Let's just call it a carry license for this podcast because I know I got listeners in different states, okay? So... Uh, carry licenses vary from state to state. In Texas, a carry license allows you to legally carry a firearm concealed or open in public. So, if you have a carry license, depending on the state, obviously, so check your local laws. Excuse me. In Texas, if you, well, before constitutional carry was passed recently, before constitutional carry was passed in Texas, if you had a carry license, you could carry openly or concealed in public. It didn't matter. You could do either one. Okay, where you can't carry, all right? So when you have a carry license, is you can't just carry it freaking anywhere. You can't just carry it. <laughs> you can't be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando and just carry like an M60 and like a belt, like an ammo belt across your, <laughs> across your chest and just walk around everywhere. You can't do that, okay? Where... Let me list. Let me list a, a bunch of places that you can't carry in. Where you can't carry: hospitals, bars, school zones slash college campuses, depending on the college campus. Some churches, right, and businesses that specifically restrict firearms. So, if a business is like no firearms allowed in here, and they have the uh, uh, the sign with the firearm X'd out, right? You ever seen those? Or the fifty-one percent sign? which is this, this uh, establishment serves uh, 51% alcohol. So 51% of their profits come from alcohol. Usually that's classified as a bar, and you cannot carry in a bar, okay? All right? Makes sense? Sorry, I kind of stumbled there a little bit, but basically it depends on the business. It's up to them. Like, even though, yo, technically, man, I have a right, you know, I have a freaking license, man. Yeah, but you can't carry it everywhere, okay? You, you have to respect the right of the business owner, to determine if they are comfortable with people carrying guns in their business. If they're not, just move on. Move to the next one. In Texas, we have constitutional carry anyway, but there's so many, there's so many, this is Texas, there's so many businesses down here that don't care. You'll be fine. You'll, you can find another restaurant to eat at. Okay, so quick, real quick, 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 quick like. Requirements for the carry license. Now, we're talking about Texas right now, okay? We're talking about Texas's LTC. Okay, the applicant needs to pass a written exam a background check or an investigation, and a shooting proficiency test. He or she must always submit all the required fees and documentation at the time of the application. So you cannot say, all right, man, I'm going to submit page three today. I'm going to come back in two weeks and submit page six. And then in a month, I'm going to give y'all, you know, well, I got to wait until my check hits. 
and then I can give you all fifty dollars check. I give you half now, half later. No, everything has to be <laughs> everything has to be given at once. Everything has to be paid at once. All the documents, all the payments have to be put in at one time. All right. In Texas, for the testing, you need to to get a seventy percent on the written and shooting proficiency test. For an instructor to be an instructor, you need to get ninety percent. All right, all right, all right. I promise it won't be that much longer. I promise. I promise you guys. All right. Just give me one more second. All right. All right. One more second. Then we got the benediction. Okay. All right. Constitutional carry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I just saw the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix, so I think I'm a freaking comedian. I'm not. I'm terrible. I'm not funny at all. All right. Constitutional carry. All right. Let's talk about constitutional carry now. This is a freaking hot topic, okay, in Texas right now. Well, it was until it got passed. It still is talked about here and there, okay? Constitutional carry, what is it? Okay, remember I had that episode about the Constitution and the Second Amendment and what it means? Basically, constitutional carry, it means that the Constitution says that we can carry. We We shouldn't need a license. We shouldn't need the government to tell us that we're allowed to exercise our constitutional rights. So that's what constitutional carry implies that the constitution right allows all American citizens to be armed without any type of special license. So that's exactly what it means. It means you do not need a license to carry. You do not need any you do not need any specialized training if you are legally able to purchase own or obtain a firearm if you are legally able to what does that mean chase what do you mean by that okay people who can legally possess a firearm under both state and and federal law are not required to have a ltc which is a carry license to carry a handgun in texas you do not need a carry license to carry a handgun if you can legally possess a firearm on both the state and the federal level, okay? House Bill 1927, it was passed September 1st. It's called the Firearm Carry Act of 2021. So the bill does not extend the right to carry a firearm for anyone who is already possessing a firearm, who is already unable to possess a firearm under both Texas and federal law. So... If you were already not allowed to carry under the previous law, you're not allowed to carry now. Does that make sense? Like, so if you're like a felon, if you were convicted of uh, domestic violence, if you are got dishonorable discharge from the from the military, you can't carry. Before you can't carry now. You you can't you couldn't buy a gun before, and you can't buy one now. If you're deemed mentally uh, unstable, mentally unfit by the state, you cannot carry. Okay. People who cannot carry. Okay, I kind of just said it, didn't I? (laughs) I jumped the gun there. Follow your notes, Chase. Follow your notes. A person who cannot carry. One, a person convicted convicted of a felony. Two, a person convicted of certain assault offenses punishable as a Class A misdemeanor involving a member of the person's household or family. So pretty much family violence. All right, if you've been convicted of family or domestic violence, you cannot uh, carry. Persons who are the subject of a protective order. So if someone has a restraining order out against you or protective order out against you, uh, you cannot carry, all right? Or a person who is mentally incompetent. I just mentioned that. 
Chase, okay, I understand what you're saying. I get all that good stuff, but but can I carry a gun anywhere? I mean, it's our constitutional God-given right. There's no reason on God's green earth why I should not be able to carry anywhere I want. Okay, okay, guys, relax. No, you cannot. Remember, we just talked about this. You cannot carry anywhere you want. Just because Abbott, Governor Abbott, Greg Abbott, passed the Constitution, pushed through, really, the constitutional carry law does not mean you can carry anywhere in Texas, okay? It's restricted in certain places like schools, correctional facilities, and airports, all right? It may also be restricted on private businesses or private property. The owner can choose. So if you own your property, you can say, no guns on my property, and the person has to obey that. The gun must be in a holster. You cannot carry the gun in, like, me like Mexican carry. <laughs> I can't say racist stuff like that. Well, they call it Mexican carry. You just stick the gun in your waistband with no holster. You can't, you can't just walk around with a gun in your hand or, like, waving it and be, oh, I'm good. I'm good as constitutional carry. No, that's not how it works. It has to be in a holster, okay? So... Another common question is, okay, Chase, all right, all right, I get it. So why the hell do I need a license? Why would I need a, why would I go and get a license to carry now? I mean, what's the point if it's constitutional carry, right? So Texas has constitutional carry. Why in the heck would I get an LTC? Why would I get a, a carry license if it's already constitutional carry? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Well, there's not a lot of reasons. There are a few reasons, okay? One, acquiring a Texas carry license can allow you to also carry in other states that acknowledge Texas's license. It's called reciprocity. I think that's how you pronounce it. No, that's not. That doesn't sound right. Okay, so the state acknowledges the other state's license. So if you have a concealed carry license in Texas, Arkansas will acknowledge it. Louisiana will acknowledge it. Most states will. Almost every state. If you if you have a a carry license in Florida, you can you can carry in in Arizona, well, Arizona doesn't has constitutional carry, but you can carry in Arizona, you can carry in Colorado, you can carry in Wyoming. Okay, so so they recognize each other's licenses. All right. Um, and to be honest, most states still require you a license to carry. So if you have a Texas license and you go to Illinois, for instance, uh, my son lives in St. Louis, so I'm in Illinois a lot. Uh, Illinois, you need a license to carry. I can't, I can't just because I live in Texas. And we have constitutional carry does not mean I can just walk around Illinois with a gun. I would need a Texas concealed carry license to be able to legally carry in Illinois. All right. It also takes the place of a background check when you buy a gun. So, my God, like sometimes background checks take so freaking long for no reason. Getting a, con a constitutional, getting a carry license will allow you just to skip that that freaking step altogether. You do not even have to worry about doing the background check because you have a license. So they just skip that. All right. They know, you know, the, the process you had to go through to get it. So you don't have to do a background check. Okay. It's not required. All right. So that will save you a lot of freaking time. Trust me. Like I've sat there for 45 minutes a few times. Sometimes I got deferred and I have to come back like two days later. And they were, oh, okay, finally went through. All right, so trust me, before I got a license, it was really, really annoying. All right, all right, all right. Man, that was a lot of information, huh, guys? Uh, I feel like I was listing off stuff sometimes. But uh, we are at 31 minutes, so that is perfect. I hit it right on the mark. Uh, that is what we're looking for.
Uh, thank you so much for listening. You know, I hope I'm doing a good job with this podcast. I'm sorry if I stumble and mumble and bumble and bumble. I'm new with this stuff. You know, got all these thoughts in your head. You got to get them out to the people, you know, and you got your little notes and my vision's bad and everything's looking blurry. I'm like, ah, I can't see it. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys learned some stuff with this podcast. LTCs, carry licenses, open carry, conceal carry. Oh, I almost freaking forgot. EDC tools, non-lethal. Real quick, because we're at 32 minutes, all right? We got Kubatons, right? I went over Kubatons in some videos. Kubatons, pepper spray, monkey fists, okay? Uh, tasers. There's all type of great options for you guys. I'll tell you what. I'll go over that in the beginning of the next episode. Okay, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Love y'all. Thank you so much for the freaking support. Please tune in. We're going to be on Apple soon. We're uh, Podbean. Check us out on Podbean. We're going to be on Apple and Spotify. God bless you. Stay safe. Be situationally aware. Be smart. Okay. Know your environment. Train with your weapon. All right. Get after it. Okay. Don't let anyone stomp on your Second Amendment rights. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for being a gun owner. Stand up to the folks in your life if you have to. All right. God bless you. Stay safe. Ape. Great night, y'all. Peace.